1: Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Steph on Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And today, now that the show Obi-Wan Kenobi has wrapped, after we built it up quite a bit, well, I built it up quite a bit and you just supported me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You did watch it, right? You've watched it?
2: I did. All the way? I had some questions. I really enjoyed it. Um, may have been one that was like,
1: this doesn't make sense. Are they retconning this? Yes, now yeah. I know the term retconning. Uh-huh. I mean, it was a ty- it was pretty much, and I say this in the Nicest way possible, but it was pretty much a whole show that was trying to retcon (laughs) A New Hope, essentially. (laughs) Um, And they succeeded in many ways, but also created other plot holes. And I'm like, I guess we'll retcon this one day. (laughs) Because that's the cycle of retconning. Yes. Yes. And I promised Samantha this one's going to be short, and it is. And I I think we will revisit it uh, one day. Maybe for a spoiled happy hour or something, because I do have a lot of stuff I want to talk about it. Uh, But for this one, we unfortunately have to talk about toxic fandom, which all the time with these things and the really gross and really gross racist and sexist responses we saw when the show was coming out and after it it was coming out. Uh, But yeah, I definitely want to come back and talk about it because it was a big deal in a lot of ways for women and marginalized folks. It was directed by Deborah Chow who worked on The Mandalorian, uh, and Mm -hmm. Kathleen Kennedy was so impressed with what she did over there. She was like, please come over and direct this. She directed every episode. It was scored by Natalie Holt, which is a big deal. uh, First woman to score a live-action Star Wars project. And also, I've been meaning to talk about women in the composing world because they had a whole Me Too movement, um, and it really didn't get a lot of attention. So I have been thinking about that. Um, but the big story was Moses Ingram, who played Reva, who was... Oh, oh, I should have said this at the top. No spoilers. I'm going to do my best. No spoilers, okay? <laughs> okay? Okay. Okay. Who is sort of the villain of this show. Got a lot of sexist and racist responses and posted some of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and was basically like, what is my place here? What is this? Why is this happening? And then, like, Disney released a tweet that was like, Reva's welcome. Anyone who doesn't like her, go away. And Noah McGregor tweeted about it, um, which is better, unfortunately, than the past (laughs) response has been. Especially because we have talked about the double standard before. We've seen with Marvel, where, like, Chris Pratt gets told... He's not the coolest Chris. And then every star comes out and it's like, oh, right. he's cool. But then Brie Larson is like, I'm getting death threats. And silence.
2: <laughs> right. Don, I think it was Don Cheadle was the only one who was like, yeah. hey, yo, how about we stop?
1: Yes. It, it's abysmally small. It is less than 10 for sure. So we have seen it before and it is incredibly unfortunate. and incredibly disheartening. Um, and these, so this was better, but it doesn't feel like enough. Like it felt like they were just like, We acknowledged it when we should really be doing something to address this. And I thought, you know, again, no spoilers, but I thought Reva's character was great. And I thought she did a great job. She was phenomenal. She was phenomenal. Like that final scene, I was crying. There were tears. The final scene with her. Oh my gosh. And I just, I thought she was a great character. I thought it was a great arc. Um, I thought she was the heart of the show in a lot of ways because it was her story, That was really driving a lot of it,
2: you know. And I'm trying not to do any spoilers, Mm -hmm. but I do want to talk about Tala and the unnecessary plot line. Two different plot lines. I was like, "Why did they have to do it this way?" I don't understand. Other than to give it, I guess, some push in the plot. Very odd to me, but I won't. I won't get too into it. I'm just saying.
1: I, you know, I'm happy to return to this, Samantha, for a spoiled. I do. I was uh, kind of briefly researching this earlier today, and I read how it happened, like how this whole show got made, and it sounds like there were a lot of writers and different storylines that got picked up and dropped and changed and all of this stuff. So I think some of that was going on. But yeah, uh, Ingram insisted she use her natural hair so Black children could dress as her for Halloween, which I thought was really... Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love that too. I love that too. Um, And then... There was Lil' Leia, who I loved. She was played by Vivian Lyra Blair. And there was sexist response towards her, a child. And unfortunately, again, this is not new. We saw that with Rue in The Hunger Games. Like, it just infuriates me. All of this infuriates me. (laughs) It's a kid. Like, back off. (laughs) Right, right. And people were so mad about... They were like, oh, she's either she's too annoying or she's like too powerful or too good. And like, what are, right. what are you talking about? She's too smart. Yeah. No this smart. Are what? you kidding? Leia. I would not mess with Leia at any age. Never. Right.
2: Um, right. <laughs> right. She's strong. She's fierce. She knew. The other part to that, there was a lot of questions again in this retconning that I was like, I don't feel like she should know this bit. I don't feel like this was... <laughs> Okay, there's a lot of... I'm confused in this route. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I went back and I was like, I was one of those. I was like, how did she know Obi-Wan? She doesn't... Like, in the way that we... I assumed it in New Hope. She mm-hmm. didn't know Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. But at one point, a tweet that a person did was like being... All all Luke said was, Ben Konomi sent me and she knew who he was. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's true
1: yeah that's a f- more familiar
2: um, that could that could explain a little more okay yeah i might buy it now i will say well that.
1: i mean again this is not that episode but you can read they i don't want to take away from any of the writers and people who worked on it because they clearly thought about it and they had like mm. reasoning for why they did everything they did because at first i was kind of like i really enjoyed the show but I was sort of like, mm-hmm. oh, this is just a really, like, you were like, oh, this is nostalgic. This is cool. Here's this cameo. Here's this cameo. But they really thought about it and how it was going to impact a new hope or how it was going to work with a new hope and how it was going to work with the prequel trilogy. So it is interesting to see their reasoning because they have broken it down. They're like, well, now when you think about Leia say, oh, you're my only hope. And he said mm-hmm. this and he, like all this stuff. And I was like, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, I was too, I'm going to admit this, and it's a very privileged thing to admit, but I was too scared to go into the Reddit Star Wars world where I, th- not that all of it is bad, but a lot of this, like, negativity, hate, toxic fandom comes from places like that. So I know what I have read and people who have reported on it and thanks to those people because you did the work for me because I, I didn't want to mm-hmm. go in there. And mm-hmm. I we have talked about this before a lot, actually, because I am someone who is a fan of things, so I have to grapple with this toxic fandom. Bridget and I did an episode in 2016 about uh, Star Wars and all the hate we were seeing for, like, Ray and Daisy Ridley at that point. Um, And at the time, a significant amount of those social media posts and the review bombing, which is also something that is happening with the show Mrs. Marvel, which we were also going to talk about soon. I already got that episode going. (laughs) Is... A lot of that was done by bots and is done by bots. Um, and I don't want to ever say that there is not a contingent of absolutely abhorrent fans. And I put that in quotes because I don't think you're real fans. I'm going to mm-hmm. say it. But mm-hmm. I couldn't find any numbers about what's what it is now. How much of this is being done by bots. Again, I know for a fact there are some just terrible people and they are doing it. But I am curious about the bot aspect, especially with the review bombing, because some, some people would just program it, program something, It would just drop these terrible reviews. Um, and Obi-Wan Kenobi was a target of that as well. It got review bombed. And we've seen that with Marvel movies. Rotten Tomatoes had to change their entire policy based on it. And a lot of women and people of color, uh, marginalized people, have left social media Literally, because of this. Because of this. right? Um, and I think that's terrible. And as we've talked about a lot with Bridget, people more in the know about social media than me, like there should be a function where we can, it shouldn't be a place that is so bad that people essentially for playing a role right. are getting... An
2: opportunity of a
1: lifetime. Of a life, like A big deal and doing it well like it should be this happy that makes me so sad it should be this happy thing like oh I got this role I get to do this and it's my job and then you have to deal with these assholes like right (sighs) snag
0: a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring
2: Because golden hour is more than just time, it's whenever you want to savor amazing. Visit KimCrawfordWines.com to learn more. That's KimCrawfordWines.com to find
1: Kim Crawford Wine near you. Savor amazing. For those 21 and over, please savor responsibly. Constellation Imports, Rutherford, California. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like
2: banking.
1: I saw a tweet mm-hmm. in which
2: this person came up and said, if you like these other Star Wars movies, then you are not a true fan.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: and literally listed, if you like this character, if you like this plot point, if you like this movie, then you are not a fan. And I really wanted to be like, so, you're not a, you're not a fan? Because right. you're <laughs> what you're saying is you like three movies out of the franchise in right. the story. Mm-hmm. That's not the entirety of the franchise, so therefore you are not a Star Wars fan fan. Yeah. And I know people are gonna be like, how dare you? But like that doesn't make sense. If you are the one that only likes three out of eight, nine, twelve, fifteen parts of the series, you're the average, the ratio in itself means you're not a fan. <laughs>
1: right. Right. And I just think like you cannot like something and you cannot like it in a way that is critical and fair. That's great. This is racist, sexist stuff we're talking about. But if you are like, if your whole fandom is coming from hate, like if the only thing of your fandom is essentially, I hate this, you need to reevaluate some things. (laughs) Right.
2: I mean, it definitely comes back from like, when it comes down to it, you're taking something that was an original difference, which by the way, the original creator didn't like it and changed it over and over and over and over and again themselves because they, the creator, like, we want to change those things. Because at the beginning it was focused on cisgender white people, point blank, and that's fine. It is what it is, and aliens, because obviously aliens. But like outside of that, coming from that, being like, oh, there wasn't opportunities to see that there are people of out, like people outside of this culture to be a part of it. So let's bring them in, and that's what makes you angry you need to question why you liked anything to begin with and the conversation of like, you should be a Darth Vader fan and leave it at that because that's who you are. Yeah. You are the bad guy.
1: Don't get me started (laughs) on that. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. I You're mean, a
2: sad murder, dad. I'm sorry. Which I also have an
1: episode coming up on about that trope. I really do. I'm not even making that up. Yeah. I mean, we talked about that, too, with how a lot of, like, really hardcore conservatives keep tweeting Empire stuff. And we're like, did you not get the <laughs> message? Like, what are you doing? Right. Ah, right. Uh, I did... Darth Vader, gosh, if this was a different podcast, I would go into the psychology of Darth (laughs) Vader right now. Uh, (laughs) Oh, so many things I have to say about him. Maybe I'll talk about it in Sad Murder, Dad. Maybe I'll make it a little present for myself. But yeah, I, I do think a lot of times I see these messages and I'm like, you're just missing the whole point. And I don't really know. Just go. Just go. It's <laughs> exactly. making you so mad. Just go away. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> also, did you know every episode is a different is supposed to represent a different movie in the series? So, like the first one is Phantom Menace. Like you can see it, and even in the costuming and Leia, was huh. pretty cool. was pretty cool. I also mm-hmm. want to mention Baru because you know I love Baru. We did an episode on her. Yeah, I loved her in this show. Prepared, ready to go. Oh, I loved her. And if you'll remember in the episode we did about Brew, at the end, I kind of mentioned, I was like, I was pretty sure I read this thing, but I couldn't find it um, about her being involved in slave liberation in Tatooine. So maybe it's just fanon. It actually is true. I found it. It is in the book Queen's Hope she was a part of this slave-freeing operation called the White Sons, which is her last name, um, which led her to Shami Skywalker, and she got Owen and Clegg, Clegg being the person who married Shami Skywalker, to free her, and then Shami got involved. So she's cool. She's really cool. I love her.
2: Okay. (laughs) I like that backstory. Yes,
1: I do too. And I've been meaning to weed a Queen's Hope. We talked about it in our uh, prequels episode. I think E.K. Johnston, I believe, but yes. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, uh, this is kind of my spoiler free news <laughs> roundup, but I would love to come back and talk about it. Oh my goodness. I would love. And I could be your Star Wars guide. If you have questions, I've got answers about that. She is the Star this, Wars guide. It is true. It is true. <laughs> uh, but in the meantime, listeners, if there's anything you would like for us to talk about, please let us know. Our email is stephaniamomstuff steph at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at MomStuffPodcast or on Instagram at Stuff have Never Told You. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.